Welcome to The Reality Revolution. I'm your host, Brian Scott. Recently, I read a quote channeling that dealt with the current conflict in Israel and Palestine. I know that this is on the hearts of many. And so I found an earlier channeling delivered in 2007 that I found to be very informative and powerful that relates to the conflict that is happening now. I know that I have discussed and talked with many people that are incredibly sad about what is happening and they feel hopeless as if there's nothing that they can do about this. How do we deal with this spiritually with a desire to bring love into the moment? This channeling was delivered on July 31st, 2007. Dear Quo, there are many pious teachers and creators in Muslim, Hebrew, Christian traditions who pray night and day in the Palestine region. I believe they all pray for peace and love. Why are there still conflicts and wars raging in Israel and nearby regions? Carla Channeling We are those of the principle known to you as Quo. Greetings in the love and in the light of the one infinite creator in whose service we come to this circle of seeking this evening. We thank you for asking us to join you in seeking the truth. It is a great privilege to be with you and we hope to be of service to you by offering our humble opinions. As always, we would request that you listen with a careful inner ear, not only listening to what we have to say, but also listening to your own responses to these thoughts. If our thoughts seem to resonate to you, then keep them and work with them as you will. However, we ask that you put aside those thoughts that do not resonate with you. In this way, we may feel free to speak our mind and know that we are not infringing upon your free will or disturbing the process of your spiritual evolution. My brother, the prayers, hopes, and dreams of those who visualize peace in the Middle East and indeed in all regions of your war-torn globe are very effectual in a certain way. They're not designed to intervene in the worldly affairs of entities who do not wish to become aware of the love and the light of the one infinite creator. They are designed to alert the consciousness of the universe of all creation, and especially of those forces of unconditional love who are the objects of these prayers, to the fact that there is distress among the nations, distress in people's hearts, and a yearning for peace beauty, truth, and a life lived in compassion, comradeship, and contentment. These prayers are having the effect of awakening the planet at the grassroots level of ordinary people. Many are awakening at this time because of the fervent prayers of all those who offer their deepest beseechments to the one infinite creator in their own ways. Metaphysically speaking, your planet is in far better shape to meet the time of the harvest than it was 30 or 40 years ago because of efforts within religious circles and within circles that are not religious but rather spiritual or metaphysical such as this group. All is well, metaphysically speaking. There is no prayer that is not heard by the one infinite creator. We also have heard the prayers of your people and that is why we are attending you who live on planet earth at this time and responding when there is a way to respond with our every effort to provide you with our humble opinions as regards the nature of spiritual evolution. The governments of your people, however, are not at all focused on peace, contentment, or compassion. Those in political power have become able to hold the positions which they hold because they have laid aside 
what they consider to be naive or overly innocent hopes. They have accepted that they cannot be men of a complete integrity in the usual sense, if they wish to serve the state. The organization and arrangement of power is specifically and universally service to self upon your planet. There are those entities who, vibrating in green ray and blue ray, attempt most sincerely to change the atmosphere in which business is conducted at the level of nation-states. However, these entities are either weeded out completely by their inability to accept a system which is corrupt and to work within that, or they become useless in terms of making a change from within governmental systems because they have become used to the prerequisites of power and have begun to think in a service-to-self way, while rationalizing to themselves that all that they do is for the greater good. They become more and more separated from any stream of pure metaphysical integrity by their own choices until they can no longer remember what it feels like to make a purely positive response to challenging catalysts. Indeed, my brother, the entities who are in power among your nation-states are focused upon those goals that have been the habitual goals of people in power upon your planet for millennia. Those goals are the goals of your great ape ancestors. They revolve around a love of their family and their tribe, and they have defined their tribe. Then they attempt to defend their tribe's property and acreage to gather resources so that their tribe may fare well in a world of diminishing resources. They have been in power before, perhaps many times, and have developed the habit of unceasing thirst for power. And this they shall not yield in order to make room for service to others' goals such as true liberty, true equality, true justice, and a truly equitable distribution of resources of your planet. We ask that you not be overly concerned with the state of the outer workings of your planet. We ask that your concern be to pray that these leaders may be forgiven, for they do not know what they are doing. They will come to dust, as all dragons must. Even now they are dying. The energy of the old world is weakening, and its hold upon the hearts and the minds of ordinary people, such as are gathered in this circle of seeking, is lessening every day. Nothing is as it seems when looked at from a metaphysical point of view. Therefore, when thinking of the Middle East and its issues, may your concern be to affirm and confirm that there is peace, love, and compassion that is stronger than the dragon which is thrashing its tail at this time. For dragons shall die. But those values of love, unity, hope, faith, and joy shall live forever. As you affirm and confirm these values in yourself, you are creating the basis for that which is to come. And in so doing, you are also creating for yourself the ability to live through the shift into fourth density that is upon you at this time. As you look at the Middle East, know that all is well. And if you wish to explore the details of the politics of violence and aggression that make the front pages red with blood, do this studying and this research not to despair, but to know ever more clearly the nature of the world that you came to incarnation to love. And my brother, we ask that you allow no judgment to enter into this love. Praise and bless those who seem to be persecuting and hurting the common man and woman in these difficult and challenging times that you now experience. Let your mind and your heart rest in peace. The outer world shall not hear you. But all of those in the unseen realms who vibrate in unconditional love do hear you and are called to your prayers to amplify them and to strengthen them. You are doing the good work of compassion and love as you offer these simple prayers and visualizations 
in order to maximize your ability to serve in this way. We recommend that, as this group does, you set a time each day, if just for a moment, to visualize peace, harmony, and understanding, not only in the Middle East, but in all portions of your far-flung globe. We assure you that you are having a wonderful effect on the inner planes. Allow the rest to fall away, for empires rise and fall. The spiritual evolution moves along without regard to the illusion created by power and breath. May we ask if there is another query at this time? Question? For many years, the leaders of China have wanted to conquer Taiwan by force. Since those of Hattan have worked with China's leaders for a long time, may I ask if the leaders of China have a more peaceful mind now? We are those of Kuo, and are aware of your query, my brother. Perhaps in thinking about what we have just said about all the nations of Earth, you may predict the tenor of our response to your query about China and Taiwan. There is a saying in English, you can lead a horse to water, but you cannot make it drink. Indeed, members of the Confederation have shared thoughts with all nations of the world. Our thoughts, however, are not offered in a way that would infringe upon free will. And those of the nation-state you call China are in sympathy with and polarized negatively along with the other nation-states who have achieved power in international commerce, politics, and economics. They are not interested in that which we have to say. They are interested, as we said, in solidifying those possessions which they now have, and in reclaiming any possessions that have gotten away from them. My brother, this is the way of empire. We ask that you not take personally or as a slur upon your nation that it has not been able to receive the message of love, which we and so many other voices of love have spoken. Rest assured that the information of love, light, and unity is available to all who have the ears to hear and the hearts to understand. May we ask if there is another query at this time, my brother? Question. Dear Quo, I have read a paragraph from the nine speeches. Meditation is not enough. One needs to act. In this regard, other than meditation, is there any other practical way to promote world peace in our daily life? Question. Those of Hattan are very much with this instrument at this time as a part of the principle of Quo. However, the one known as Hattan is not that entity which is speaking. We are those of the Quo. Hattan desires greatly to offer their love and their light to this query. May we request that you reread this query, that you may have a clean beginning of your response. We are those of Quo, and are aware of your query, my brother. It is said in the Holy Bible, by their fruits you shall know them. Indeed, there is great encouragement from spiritual sources of all religions and philosophical systems, not only to offer inner practices connected with increasing one's spirituality, but also to live out the fruits of the Spirit in one's daily life. Firstly, we offer you the concept of unity here, for you and the world are one. Therefore, if you are able to live the principles of love, justice, compassion, and understanding in your life, you have significantly changed the vibration of your entire planet, of which you are an integral and holographic part. If you wish to save the world, work on yourself. That is our main suggestion to you at this time. We assure you that while that is simple for us to suggest this to you, it shall take your entire lifetime to live out the spiritual gifts, graces, and fruits with which you have been blessed and which you shall continue to be blessed. We do not give you a simple task, but we give you a task well worth a lifetime of service. Secondly, if you wish to promote fourth density values such as equality and stewardship of the people, the ideals, and the very land around you, we would suggest that you look around you. 
You shall not have to look far for things which you can do materially to help those who are needy and oppressed. There are those in your culture who are hungry. Go to a soup kitchen or whatever place is in your culture where meals are prepared for those who cannot pay and who do not have homes. Help to prepare the food. Serve it with love. As you clean the pots and pans, give prayers of gratitude and thankfulness that those that were hungry now have been fed. There are old ones in your community that may be lonely and having trouble living out the last days of their lives. If it moves you to think on this, find them, companion them, and give them hope and compassion by your youthful smiles and your eyes full of love. Let them know that you honor their wisdom and value their presence in your life. There are troubled souls in your culture who have lost their way and have offered their lives to substance or toxic ideas that are now living their life for them. Encourage them to take their lives back from heroin or opium or cultish ideas which separate them from the rest of the world. And if they are having a difficult time maintaining sobriety and rationality, and if it moves you to see this, companion them, encourage them, and be sober with them. Teach them how to laugh and live lightly again upon the planet. All around you, there are those who have polluted and destroyed the earth. And you experience this perhaps in terms that are local to you, a plant that is emitting toxic emissions. If this moves you, see what you can do in your village or neighborhood to make change for the better. Become compassionate stewards of the Mother Earth, for Gaia is most grateful to those who help her to become more healthy. Indeed, we especially encourage you in your stewardship of the Earth, for there is a tremendous amount of what this instrument would call group karma having to do with the fact that so many of those who are attempting to graduate from third density on planet Earth, have in the past on Sirius, Deneb, Mars, Maldek, or Atlantis destroyed their environments. There is great heart sadness amongst the entire human tribe concerning the destruction of Mother Earth. And it is very healing in your energy patterns as a people wherever you live to become involved in loving and serving your beautiful fragile island home. In all these ways, and many more that we cannot include for lack of time. You may live that which you have received on the inner planes. It is said in the holy work this instrument calls the Bible, that which you have received in the darkness and in the intimacy of your inner sanctum, in secrecy and silence, sing from the housetops, express the joy of the saving grace of hope and love that flows in an unending stream through your hearts and blessed by you into the world. You can indeed make a difference. However, never confuse the outer portion of your walk with your walk. Always and ever it must begin with the silence of your prayers, meditations, and thanksgivings. We are those of Quo and ask if there is another query at this time. Question, since 2011 is coming, I want to ask about the harvest. What will happen in the transition period? Will our capitalized world collapse totally before 2011? How long will the transition period be? Will it be instantly, or a week, or a decade? We are those of Quo and are aware of your query, my brother. We would have no idea as to the future outworking of outer events upon your planet, for those things have not yet occurred. Perhaps you are aware of the theory in physics that at every moment there are universes of choices that you may make in any of a thousand directions and that all those possibilities are present until the choice is made. And it is so in this case also. We can assure you that the planet does not need to collapse or fly into the sun 
or do any of the drastic things that have been prophesied by those who confuse a fear of death with the reception of information concerning the entire civilization. When you hear the doom and gloom predicted, know in your heart that this is the outpicturing of inner fears concerning the individual facing death. Thusly, since you are inevitably going to leave the physical vehicle in which you now enjoy life, you are hearing predictions that are confused, where those who are receiving psychic impressions are confusing their fear of death with the much larger picture of what shall occur for not only the self but also the planet. It is those among your people who have power and have the ability to destroy the environment of planet Earth that might cause you a deserved pang of concern. For those with the habit of empire having destroyed civilizations once or twice have gotten a taste for the glory of annihilation. For even that negative expression of power is satisfying for one whose mind is bent on conquest. Do what you can, my brother, to guide those whom you elect to power or who have power over you in some way in the ways of peace and justice. As far as planet Earth is concerned, Gaia itself is moving into fourth density and in fact is all but completely immersed in fourth density vibrations at this time. The shift that has been such a cause of fear among your people is happening now. It has been happening for some time. It will continue to happen for some time yet to come. We cannot see the way ahead. We would not have predicted that you be as a planetary tribe in such excellent shape as you appear to be at this time. Masses of people all over the globe are awakening to the rightness of love, unconditional and compassionate love. The forces of life are engulfing with their light, the darkness that can never deny light. And so darkness is scurrying into corners and attempting to put out the light by creating an atmosphere of fear. Thusly, you are of great service to the planet and to yourself if you cultivate the habit of fearlessness. We ask you, my brother, do you fear your death or do you see it as the gateway to a larger life? When you can see it as a gateway to something wonderful, then death no longer has power over you. When the earth as a whole can see transitioning into fourth density as a natural step into larger life, death shall no longer have dominion over you. We would suggest that the possibility-probability vortices at this time indicate that each entity to whom we speak shall live out his natural physical life, die a natural death, and then walk the steps of light to see whether he has graduated from third grade or density in this school of schools or whether he shall have to repeat the grade. There is nothing to fear in either case. If you are ripe, you shall harvest yourself. If you are unripe, you shall receive an opportunity to spend a significant amount of time in another third-density Earth-like planet, where you shall once again study the lessons of love. We would suggest that rather than this instrument speaking longer on the subject, if you wish to become more fully aware of what we would say upon the subject, you investigate other sessions such as this one, for questions such as this one have occupied the minds of many of those who ask the group questions in this circle of seeking. And there is a substantial amount of information on this subject that has been received, preserved, and made available to you. We are those of Quo, and would ask if there is another question at this time. Question, does each soul have a soulmate? And if so, what is the meaning of a soulmate to each of us? We are those of Quo, and we are aware of your query, my brother. We find that in our opinion, the term soulmate is very misleading. 
for it suggests that out of all the world there is only one entity who matches your temperament, personality, and desire to serve. In fact, every entity with whom you come in contact is potentially a soulmate. There is, however, more resonance in chemistry between some entities than others. If one discards the outer reasons for chemistry, such as good looks or the possession of money and power, and focuses on those deeper threads of companionship about which we feel you are asking, then you will find yourself drawn to certain entities. You may have worked with them once or twice, or a dozen times in the past. You may have had many different relationships in a way that is impossible to define or prove. You feel a connection to certain people. If you wish to develop that connection, and if the other entity who also wishes to develop that connection in time with shared history, deep converse, and mutual meditation and service together, you may indeed become mated at the soul level. Indeed, many of you have incarnated into groups of those with whom you have incarnated again and again to be of service on planet Earth, and indeed for many wanderers on other planets as well. The idea of one soulmate is a romantic myth, which stems from the yearning of the soul, the heart, and the personality for the opportunity to love completely and to be completely loved. We assure you that potential exists between any two people who have come to the Creator on bended knee and who ask the Creator to be part of their companionship and that companionship be more than a simple mating of mind and bodies. Ask that your companionship may also include the soul and you shall find unconditional love in your life. It takes great commitment to stay open-hearted to anyone whom you do not know well. In coming to know them you will find their clay feet and you will be asked to love without judgment. We encourage you to find the compassion to love dearly, humbly, and completely with no judgment. For in such a way shall you indeed be soulmates with your companions, your spouses, and your family members who are in this incarnation, so that you may support them and encourage them, and so that they may support you and encourage you, my friend. They may falter, and so may you. And when that happens, we would urge you to start over again without judgment and without concern. In the world of spirit, every day is a new creation. May we ask if there is another query at this time? Question. When I feel my spiritual level is raised continuously, when I find that it's very difficult to communicate with others, it's impossible that I am meeting a bottleneck in myself. I feel very lonely. What should I do? We are those of Quo and are aware of your query, my brother. It is very common in those who have awakened and have tasted the nectar of unconditional love for them to strive to spend all of the time in the harmonious reaches of the upper chakras of the energy body. The heart chakra of unconditional love, the throat chakra of communication and compassion, and the indigo chakra of the brow with its work in consciousness and faith. These are wonderful climbs and indeed a portion of you may spend all of its time in those heavenly realms. However, the key to living a balanced life is the constant rooting of those higher energies in the earth and the constant uplifting of all lower energies by bringing them into the open heart. Therefore, we would suggest that it is unwise to remain even in the higher work, but rather it is well to balance all working in consciousness by moving into the lower chakras by praising and giving respect and honor to the most seemingly base or mental energies. Praise and bless those grounded and necessary energies of sexuality, politeness, responsibility, and all those things that would seem to drag you down. 
know and find the way to discover ever more clearly that there is no part of life that is not sacred. Your body itself is a temple, and as you wash it, tend it, care for it, feed it the right food to the best of your ability, and honor it for all of its natural functions, you are bringing the higher energies to bless and infuse the lower energies and are redeeming them by your honor and respect. If you are cleaning the bathroom or the kitchen or doing the laundry, dwell in joy and thankfulness and bliss and know that this is work worthy of all. It is often said within the Christian faith of which this entity has spent her life that to be a leader you must wash the feet of those whom you know, humbling yourself and being a servant to them. In a larger sense, you may look at the living of an earthly life as keeping a house that has two floors. Upon the first floor is the kitchen, the bathroom, the bedroom, and the living room. Those environments which you associate with all of your lower chakra desires, needs, and responsibilities. It is well to clean the bathroom, scour the kitchen, freshen the bouquet of flowers that welcomes visitors to your living room, and do everything you can to honor and bless that lower floor of red ray, orange ray, and yellow ray concerns. And when you have cleaned and scoured and blessed, and thanked and honored the first floor, shall you ascend the steps to the upper room of meditation, contemplation, and working in consciousness. Above all, keep the light touch and the sense of humor that your good life may never become a heavy life, but rather that it may radiate and be as light as light itself. Laughter is wonderful medicine for those who are lonely. And indeed, referring back to the question earlier in the session, we would say that if you are lonely, go out into the highways and the byways of your town. Seek out those who need companionship. You will find in serving others that the loneliness is no more and that all is lifted by your capacity to serve others. And in your genuine realization of them as part of yourself, as you serve them, as you reach out to them, you will quickly find that your life has changed completely. For energy given comes around and is given back to you multiplied a hundredfold, a thousandfold, and a millionfold. Love is infinite. However, sometimes you need to initiate the giving of love to those who truly need it before you may begin to feel the reciprocity of loving and being loved. There is a tendency in all those who have experienced the joys of living in the higher chakras to draw apart from the world, which is so hurly-burly and busy. Yet we assure you that your faith will gladly engage with all of that activity and seeming lack of beauty. For if you bring your love to a situation, that situation shall surely be transformed. We find that there is energy for one more query at this time. Is there a final query at this time? We are those who quote. Do wonders ever consider the risks they are taking in incarnating? For example, what's the impact on their social memory complexes and themselves? We are those of Quo and are aware of your query, my brother. Indeed, the commitment to becoming a wanderer is not taken lightly. It is thought out carefully and considered for a considerable amount of time, indeed centuries of your time, while the commitment to the work is perfected, refined, and honored to a sharp edge. It is an act of great courage to be a wanderer. What wanderers usually do not realize is that that which is so obvious and easy from the other side of the veil is impossible to read and difficult to bear within the thick veiling of the third density of earth with its free will and its extremely thick veil the danger always is that the wanderer will not wake up or if it is partially awake that it will awaken only to complain that it is not comfortable that it wants to go home that it must leave this place that is so polluted and dirty to those 
who feel these things, we would suggest that it is precisely because this planet is so in need of higher vibrations that you came to serve at this time to help lighten the vibrations of planet Earth. And you would not do this without incarnating and becoming one of the tribe of humankind. Your love was so great that you took that step, and now you have awakened, and you know how difficult a step it was to take. We encourage you to take hold of the honor and the duty of being a wanderer, that which you know of the higher planes, that which you remember in a dim or not so dim way, bring into your heart and let it bless the environment that you see before you, just as it is. You are not here to clean it up. You are not here to make it right. You are not here to fix it. For all of the outer world is an illusion. You are here to love it. Take the world in your arms and embrace it. This is how you came to serve. This is your glory and your crown. Wear it well and rejoice in being here. As to what occurs if wanderers do not wake up, they, like all of the human tribe, walk the steps of light. If they have learned the lessons of love in this incarnation, they are free to move on. And if so, they may choose to go back to their native density. If they have instead remained asleep within this incarnation, then they shall have a refresher course in third density living, moving with others who have not graduated to fourth density to another planet, where they shall once again become students in third density's refinery of souls. In either case, all is well. You have all the time in the universe to move through all natural energies and rhythms back to the Creator, who is waiting for you with great delight. And you do not wish to return too soon, for the Creator wishes to know of the fullness of your experiences, your feelings, and your emotions. This is the harvest that you bring to the Creator. Whatever it is, He will love it, and you, and now, and forever. We are those known to you as the principle of Quo, and as we have said, Hatan is specially eager to shed that wordless and silent love and light that is the essence of the open heart. We pause that you may feel this energy, for it shall be in the vibration upon your tape recording as well as in the energy of the instrument's words. We are those of Quo, brothers and sisters of the open heart. You are loved beyond all telling. We leave this instrument and this group in the love and the light, the power, and the peace of the one infinite creator. Those of Quo wish you love and light. Adonai. Adonai. And thus concludes this fantastic channeling that covers so many things. I had looked back on this channeling before and had for some reason chosen not to do it because uh, I thought it was too specific about the Middle East and it mentioned 2011, so it didn't feel like it's current, but it really does show that they knew all along what would happen, and they have a good idea of what's happening on the earth. Understand that all is well, and that the things that are happening on this earth are a part of deep-seated histories within our souls, and there are movements upon our planet earth where the conquest of power is overriding, especially people that are in government. Even those who mean well end up getting sucked into it and making excuses and ultimately simply serving the self. They really talk with specificity about things you can do to serve, giving a list of things that you can actually do. Going out and working in a soup kitchen or helping someone overcome addiction. Obviously there are numerous and infinite ways that you can serve. But sometimes that word service seems to be somewhat abstract, and here you get some specifics as to how you can go about doing it. And it's interesting, we all know what will happen here, 
we will live our lives fully and we will die upon this planet in a normal way and then we will walk the steps of light and it will be a measurement of the light that we've let in and if we've been of enough service we can move on or we will move on to a third density planet in either case I'm okay with that I used to be somewhat fearful of having to return to a third density planet but it's just another opportunity to me to be of service and hopefully I can carry some of the knowledge that I've gained in this life to the next one in any case whatever that life may bring I'm gonna focus on being of service something that I am only learning about when it comes to serving others I am just in preschool only learning how powerful it is how wonderful it is and learning the ways that I can serve and I continue to open myself up to this being an agent of love you can find all episodes of the reality revolution at therealityrevolution.com and welcome to the reality revolution